You're listening to Finale, Episode 17, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Welcome to Finale, the podcast that revisits the series finale of beloved TV shows that at least one of us has watched. I am Carrie Angolia. And I'm Ron Richards. And we're back. We're here. Two weeks later, like we promised last time. We did it. We did it. We said we'd do it. All right. And then we did it. We did it. So uh, last week after we after doing The Sopranos, that kind of got us on the uh, beloved, kind of critically acclaimed series finales of the early 2000s, which led us to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This is beloved and critically acclaimed? It is. Well, we'll get to that. But, All right. Uh, um, so uh, we Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the uh, the TV show that ran on both the WB and the and UPN, like a jump networks at some point. I forget when. Um you know, Joss Whedon created Sarah Michelle Gellar as Buffy. That show. That show. Oh wait, that show. <laughs> so <laughs> let's get the let's get the key info out of the way. We're talking about the last episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Hence, finale. Yes, exactly. Uh, which was, as I've mentioned, was written and directed by Joss Whedon, the series creator. Um, it's the twenty-second episode of the seventh season. Also, the 144th episode total That feels of Buffy. like a lot of episodes. It's a lot. Well, seven seasons by about 22 episodes per. It adds up. I know. Well, it's that's back when every season had 22 episodes. Exactly. Um, it air- originally aired on May 20th, 2003. Uh, the episode title is Chosen. That's what it was called. It was called Chosen. Um, and when it aired on May 20th, 2003, 4.9 million people watched it, which I think when we talked about that number, you said that seemed low. Or seemed high. What did you? What was your? Argument? I don't know. I'd seem compared to the other finales we've discussed. Okay. I don't know. Maybe we should be keeping a list. Yeah, maybe not. But well, I think I think it's this. Given it was two thousand three and it was on the UPN, like Channel Nine in the New oh, York sure, metro area. Yeah. I feel like four point nine million was a high number. Oh yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I mean, but that's if you're yeah. grading by a curve. Right. Sure. Um, so that said, Carrie. Tell me about Buffy the Vampire Slayer and how it what what role it played in your life. I mean, it existed. Okay. It did play a big role. To me, somehow in my head, it kind of smushed together with shows like Charmed and rightfully so. And show shows that would appear on a what a current day CW would be, right? right? Which or the is the old WB. Right, old WB yep. um, existed. So it kind of had a sticky, fun adventure feel that you might find today in something like Legends or yeah. Le- something like that. DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And you, you say Legends. Not I everyone, say Legends. Not everyone might know, <laughs> not know what Legends means. Which but. is like a schlocky show that's not actually good, but I enjoy watching it anyway. Right. And I... That, so to me, that's what category it fits into. Now, some of our listeners may disagree that it actually is a very good quality show. I'm, yeah. I'm no, here but I to mean, hear but, you. But just the, the, the genre aspect of it with monsters and vampires yeah. and like low-budget special effects and things like that, where, you know, it, it had that reputation. In fact, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer created the monster of the week genre 
on these shows that Smallville then followed and then other things like that. You know, like every episode would have uh, who's the monster they're fighting and then they'd move the larger plot story yeah, forward. Yeah, and I so. was actually curious if this were the the kind of first of a that kicked off a whole a whole genre because it feels like this is such a type of show now. Oh yeah, totally. Well, I mean, it it, it started in the the late nineties, like ninety six or ninety seven. And what and was so, what was a rant? Like, what was else were we watching at that point? I mean, that at, at that point we were watching. I mean, nine hundred two and zero was still going. Yeah. Party of Five was in full swing. Oh, Felicity had just started. Right, so like it, it, that, it was a golden age. It really was a golden age, but that's not why we're here. No, we're here so, to talk about Buffy. So you were aware of Buffy? So I watched. I watched some Buffy. Okay. So I watched some Buffy. I watched it casually. I so, did not watch it like for the extended plot. So, so so let's play my favorite game. What is Buffy about? What is Buffy the Vampire Slayer about? Okay, so small town, maybe. Uh, cheerleader type maybe and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just listening yeah here. yeah I know he's making faces yeah, yeah, if yeah. you could only see the eyebrows from here and she is a regular quote regular girl who then is bestowed bestowed upon her is this mantle of having to be the vampire slayer I think it's not even bestowed on her I think she's she is chosen from like the fabric of the universe. I don't know why, but okay. is what it is. And she has to train and she has to learn how to be a vampire slayer. And she's got Rupert Giles, some Correct. guy yep. with an yep. accent who is, guy, yeah. who is a librarian type who teaches her. Although he seems, in my memory, he's kind of a doofus and doesn't really teach her a lot, but mm. maybe he did i don't know and then she has this kind of cadre of friends and they you know go on adventures killing vampires unless she's dating them okay and do you remember any other characters other than giles and buffy um willow okay yep and seth green correct he was on the show yep yep. uh and the guy who became a wolf yep yep and Angel. Yes, yeah. And Spike. All right. All right. Yeah, so, so I have were, some memory of the show. Knowledge of it. All right, so do you remember what? Oh, and Eliza Dushku was on it. She was, yeah. At some point. Yeah, Not at was. the beginning, though, right? No, no, later on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, and did you watch the, the, have you ever seen the series finale of this? I have no idea. All right, cool. So you may have. I may have. I mean, is the town almost swallowed into the earth? Like, I don't know. That could have been every episode, or that could have been any <laughs> do you remember episode. What, what it was about the town that made. Do you remember? No, the, I mean, no. Do you, the, the term that was used about it? Oh. No. All I mean, right, the well, word Hellmouth comes to mind, that, but. That's it. That, oh, all right. Yeah, the town okay. is sitting on the Hellmouth. I, I apparently know this show better than yeah, I thought. Yeah, well, this should be interesting. So I never watched an episode of Buffy during its original run. Oh, it was only repeats. Um, I no, not even repeats. Um, in fact, I believe I mocked it and made fun of it. Shocking. Um, because it was about until the, you realized you actually liked it. No, 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 no. <laughs> and so and so then um, fast forward to two thousand seven, two thousand eight, when or two thousand six, two thousand seven, when I was uh, when we had started the iFanboy podcast, the comic book podcast on the other podcast that I'm affiliated with. Go to iFanboy.com if you enjoy comic books. I, if and, you could hear my eyes rolling. And. Um, and they started doing, they did season eight of Buffy in comics. Oh, interesting. And so because we were reading every comic we kind of reviewing it, I read it knowing nothing about Buffy. And a big joke was that I was reading this comic not knowing anything about Buffy. 
Um, oh, and then, and the, and oh, then the story gets the interesting. The seed is planted. And then um, I, I, I made the statement how I've never seen it, never wants to, whatever. And I wish I, I have it written. I have it in a box somewhere. But uh, one of the, uh, the iFan base, a listener of iFanboy, mailed me the box set of the DVDs of the entire series run. Wow. And wrote out, if you only watch, like, here are the only episodes you need oh, to like watch. Oh, like hand-picked. Like, yeah, basically so in season would... one, watch episode one, two, four, seven, you know, to, to right, move like the main plot playlist. along. Yeah. Which I thought was was amazing and totally influential. So to thank him, I watched every episode. And so over 2007, 2008, I worked my way through all seven seasons on DVDs. Uh, and so I've watched every episode of Buffy, but way after the fact. But you... So, and I, I came am- to appreciate it, and it is quite good. Yeah, and so. I imagine you... Remember it. I mean, as much as you remember watching 144 episodes of a TV show 10 years ago. Well, right, but you know all the characters and the names. Yes, of yeah, well, yeah, but that's part of my, that's my charm. <laughs> and part of my charm is that I remember nothing. I, I, yeah. So, all right, so that's where we're coming from, from Buffy. Oh, yeah. So we're going to, uh, part of what we do on this television, on this podcast, is that we actually watch the television show, not just talk about it. So we're going to have to go do that. All right, so uh, we're going to press pause and come back after we watch uh, Chosen. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, episode, episode 22, season 7. All right. All right. Let's do it. That's what you call a finale. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, before we get into it, had you ever seen that episode before, no, Carrie? definitely not. So none of it rang a bell? No. Okay. No. And I was so, kind of fine with that. No, I, I mean, I really thought it was... Fine. Okay. I think here's the problem I'm learning that I have <laughs> about with, yourself. About myself <laughs> is that when a long series ends, it's usually because it's time for that show to end. Okay. And the original cast has sometimes morphed into the extraneous tertiary third round cast right because people have gone people have come right. you know, yeah people and while left we had people... like a wonderful brief moment with the final four we also had the additional cast what i was most struck by was revisiting the entire series with one episode and it being the episode with the final cast right i was more impacted by like oh i don't I don't like the second cousin and the, you know, the third girlfriend and like the, uh, or, or Elijah Dusku with the weird, yeah, affirma- with like the, the weird, weird vocal. Like, yo, yo, <laughs> I got gonna- mad skills. Yeah. Like, no, you don't. The th- the, you just don't. The thing, well, uh, yeah. Well, the, the thing that got me about watching this plot now, aside, of course. yeah, plot aside, nearly 20 years after, uh, since it aired was the intersection of time that it represents that this series and this episode did. At 2003, you know, the show started late 90s, finished, you know, early 2000s. It started towards the end of grunge and all that sort of stuff and the beginning of, honestly, what I would say, where we are now. And so, like, what shocked me in this was, like, the amount of flannel. Everyone was wearing baggy jeans. You know, like... Know what? For years, everyone wore their pants too long. I know. For years, yeah. like, how did we not all fall? Like over? looking at looking at Xander, played by Nicholas Brendan, who is troublesome now, which we won't get into. But you know, uh, problems aside, current problems aside, um, you know, he's literally dressed out of 1994. Like it could have been in singles. I, I had a moment where I was like, 
it was a, during a Buffy Spike scene, and I was like, oh, the 90s. And I was like, oh. This is 2003. No, yeah, the n- this isn't the 90s. We, how long did we wear cargo pants? For a really long time. I feel like we're jumping into the minutia. Yeah. True. But so, so in terms of the finale format, you really, you, of the tropes that we've discussed in the show so far, you didn't really have many. This was... This an was episode. this was an episode, but this was also a closing the book on the story. Yeah, you know, like we talked. I mean, similar to the Sopranos in that it's not a definitive the end. Like their lives go on, um, and like I mentioned, they did season eight in the comics, and the lore of Buffy has continued. But for the TV show, that window closed. But we had a it. The show started with the Hellmouth is in Sunnydale, and, and it's it built on the with... school, and it ends with. The Hellmouth is destroyed, and Sunnydale was destroyed, and right. that's it. You know, yeah. so so like it's a good, it's, it's a, a good ending. End. It's, it's an a great ending. Book end. It truly yeah. is an ending. Yeah, I thought as a series finale goes, it hit it hit all the marks without hitting all the cliches. Yep, there were not goodbyes. There were not. There was no. I mean, everyone kind of got their moment, but it wasn't a shove it down your throat. V- yeah, moment. Angel was back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. do we need to roll through? No, I mean, yeah, a bit I, of it's, what hard, it's hard to because the thing is, is watching it, even starting watching it again, I was trying to remember what happened. You know, is right. that you know it, what I did think was interesting about this finale though, which I commented before we started watching it, I said, wait. I'm going to check to make sure it wasn't a two-hour finale because that's how this show would end now. The last episode, they would show the last two episodes and say it's a two-hour event. But I went back and looked, and sure enough, the episode before this aired a week before and ended on a cliffhanger where Buffy is fighting Nathan Fillion, the evil priest, and she's losing. And at the last minute, David Borneas, playing Angel, who Ithaca College alumni, uh, David Borneas, um, comes in, saves her, and they kiss, and the episode ended on that cliffhanger. And I, my, for a moment, I thought, wow, they would have had to wait a week to see what happened yeah. from that. Which yeah. was, And then this episode picked up at that moment, which was great. Where, you yeah. know, so David Borneas kisses her, and then they defeat the, the, the priest, but turns out they didn't defeat the demon or whoever they're trying to right, defeat. Right, because he's... Non-corporeal. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so then Buffy comes up with a plan to that they won't expect to defeat the vampire army, and, and they and they exact to, the plan. Just and to then, jog your all of your memories, they talk about the plan without ever telling us the audience what the plan is. Right. And until, we know until that it starts. Willow is very nervous about the plan. Yeah. She a lot hinges on her. A lot hinges on Spike. Yeah. So everyone has their part to play. And yeah, they enact the plan. It all goes, and it works out. I mean, and well, the, I mean, the, the, the plan is to use the power of the scythe, the 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 the, the axe with the with the spike at the end of it, to basically, you know, give the Slayer power to every girl who has the potential. Which I think is really interesting. Yeah. Twenty years later, now we're at. You know, like a girl, yeah, and well, the whole the, Cap- girl. the yeah. Captain Marvel trailer where she, the girl, right. she, she's a, you know, she stands up to, you know, like the I girls mean, rise up. Yeah. At kind of ahead of its time, well, or yeah. does this take way too freaking long? A little from column A, a little from column because B. Because <laughs> actually, at this point, if they did a series finale where the main character says, "Now every girl who can stand up will stand up," I mean. If I were in a meeting hmm. and someone pitched that to me, I would be like, yeah, but it's been done. Right. But then it, I guess it wasn't. It wasn't at all. It wasn't. And that was really interesting to revisit, especially yep. in our current climate, kind of media climate where 
every advertiser wants to give girls that message. Yep. And not commenting on Joss Whedon and his personal life or anything. And he goes, those out of there. Cause like a lot of people, there's murky waters there. So we'll just leave that there, but acknowledge it for you listeners who want to say, but Joss Whedon, um, right. yeah, but, you can, but at the time, Joss Whedon was heralded as like one of the, the most, you know, kind of female first writers, you know, right. like kind writing of, you know, strong per, yeah, female characters. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, with the same actors over and over again, Nathan Fillion, you know, like he's, I, he's got his people. So. I did not remember that Nathan Fillion was on this, this show. This is pre-Firefly, yeah. And for those of you who don't know, I'm a big Firefly fan. Yeah. Our dog of 10 years was Kaylee. Yep. Kaylee Fry in Golia. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, because she's yeah, I love that show. Yeah, it's a great show, and Nathan. That's that Nathan. That was that Nathan Fillion's entry point into the Whedon verse. Was, and was this. as the preacher, he kind of had that same Firefly speech a little bit. Yeah, a little bit because it was the, like a little bit, a little bit of a drawl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I forgot Felicia Day was in this. Oh yeah, there's. A, I was like, hey, there's Felicia. There's, <laughs> some, there's some cast. Yeah, there's yeah, sure. a good cast. Um, but all in all, I mean, for a Buffy fan, I think, and I remember as watching it, I also remember when I was originally watching it, I loved the season seven Spike romance aspect of it. Because you liked it, that twist. Because it was so out of left field and so like, what is the one thing that doesn't make sense that we can do? Let's do this. And the, the episode before this, I think, is the one where the Spike speech to her about how why he loves her, how he loves her, that is just like epic and like amazing. And I was kind of bummed that it wasn't in this episode. Um, but, and yeah. I could imagine you also like Spike because he represented like British. Yeah, it was punk. Like, yeah, it like, was, yeah, it was you know he was, I mean, he was a fun character as a yeah like as a caricature yeah. of that obviously. Yeah, exactly. But in that role, yeah, he was. I remember him being kind of fun. This yeah. particular episode. He's he didn't do not much. not fun. Yeah. I don't know if once he was in love and had a soul, if he just stopped being an interesting character. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so there, there was luckily some comp- that's not true for all of us in life, I hope. Thankfully. But- um, no, I remember I remember there was some fandom complaints about that story arc and it was dumb and it lost a little bit of edge. But I think, I mean, that, that speech in, the, in, the, in episode 21 redeemed it all. Um, Somewhere in I thought, the midst of 07, you yeah, yeah, swooned but, uh, over that. And having having Angel come back in this was powerful, but it was also just a cameo because Angel was off doing when his own did show. He, yeah, when did he spin off? I don't know, a couple of years before that. Before but, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, And he, his show was based in L.A. and all that yeah. sort of stuff, yeah. Um, I forgot how bad Eliza Dushku was in it. I mean, I don't know if she's bad or if no, that, but just it like was the just character, the role was yeah, bad. the faith, the yeah. faith character. Um, the numerous people I just did don't do not remember at all, and I don't know if they've yeah what they've done. I think <laughs> one of the interesting things the bald that, the bald guy who hooked up with Faith, who I guess worked at the principal of the school, he was on Twenty Four. Oh yeah, and I was just I remember watching Buffy, and I was like, hey, he was on Twenty Four, but I don't know which came first. But like, I don't remember him being on Buffy at all. So yeah, yeah. I think one of the things that this series finale did that we could look back at others and see what they did is they actually killed some characters off. They did. They killed Anya off. Yeah. They, they killed Z- Xander's uh, girlfriend. Yeah. She died. She was, she was sacrificed in this. Um, as, as was Spike. Yes. But yeah, well, but he did. And he came back in the comics. He came back. 
Well, yeah, yeah. but that's not. Yeah. No, I know, but on the show, I mean, it looks we like can, he. We, we can have a conversation about canon. I don't deign to have that conversation with you about comics because I think I would be out of my depth. Well, actually, no. but, yeah, you can't see me, but I'm yeah. pushing my fake glasses. <laughs> I will say the the eighth the eighth season of the comics did pick up on now. There's an army of slayers, and Buffy's leading them, and they're they're spread out around the world. And I believe Buffy and the crew moved to San Francisco. Oh sure. Because everybody moves to San Francisco. Yeah, but um. Hey, you know what? I didn't move to San Francisco. Yeah, well, maybe you should have. Oh, <laughs> that's a horse of a different color. So anyway, but okay. So tropes wise, yeah. we did not ghost visit. Nope, we didn't have any recollections or remembrances. We didn't have any didn't, echoes. Uh, we didn't stand. I mean, maybe the school was standing in an empty house, but not no, really. No, but it wasn't like it wasn't like staying in the empty house and turning the lights off as they leave. It wasn't saying like, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they went to look back at the town, and it was yeah. a it was a crater. It was a crater. Um, in the earth. They did I, the closest this came was the moment before the big battle when everybody was going to their stations, and there was a moment where it was the original core for right. It just was for Buffy, a Willow, Xander, and Giles. And they had some banter that was like the, you know, and, and like, I thought that was a good way of giving like a denouement, like a kind of finality to it, an echo of where they came from right. without having to do a flashback or going to remember yeah. the time, you know? Yeah. yeah, just felt, yeah. And another thing I liked about it was they made a point of saying, I think it's her sister says to her at some point, Buffy goes to say something and she says, nope. This, this. Anything you say will sound like a goodbye. Yep. And then thank you to whoever wrote that on the staff because that was a gift to all of us that yeah. they don't each have their own goodbye or see you on the flip side or anything no. like that. They just no. go do their job. Well, Josh Whedon gets the credit for that because he wrote the episode. So. All right. Well, yeah. cheers. Um, so, yeah. So aside, and aside from the bad special effects, which at the time probably looked great. I mean, now they're kind of hokey and they're kind of funny, I mean, but like they Spike were. Spike melting was was yeah. like very Indiana Jones. But her Buffy jumping from the 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 school collapsing uh, was and the was, harness the harness work. Oh, the you love harness work. That's I, all. You know what it is? I don't mind harness what work. We, what was it when we, when we oh Mary Poppins? The end of Mary oh, Poppins returns. The new Mary Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you hold yeah. a balloon and you get a, you hook to you hook to a harness. Right. I'm like, why is it magic that everyone in town's on a harness? That's not magic. I mean, it's a challenge logistically. I, I, I will say, despite the wire work on the show, the fight choreography on the show was always very, very good. Yes. I mean, what's funny, what, what I think is just so funny about the show, and going back to the comment I made earlier about the, the moment in time, is that the, the fight choreography was always good. Like, the, the meat of the lore of the show was very deep. But then you had this, like, 1996 alt- you know, alter- yeah. alternative theme song you know like yeah. that, that just like is so out of time but Nerf Herder I believe was the band that, that, that I mean, did that song I mean it's very reality um, bites yeah, the, very, when yeah. they like make yeah. their life into a show and it's a joke yeah. that theme I mean, song is it is a slice of life right yeah. yeah like that theme song doesn't hold up I mean it's yeah. you know but um, it just I just think it's just so funny how it just it skirts the line between really solid good genre based you know vampire horror kind of mythology kind yeah. of story and at the same time, cheesy late '90s drama. Yeah, I mean it. it Even is, a Daw- there was a Dawson's Creek reference that, which, which did not age. Me, made me really happy, though. Sure, made you happy, but but well, I'm sure someone now is like, "What?" 
Yeah, but who who now is watching Buffy that's never heard of Dawson? Good Do you point. know what I mean? Yeah, like, if you're in the if you're if, if you're, you're in the know, you're in the know. If you're going down the rabbit hole of revisiting yeah. early two thousands shows, then yeah. you know yeah. you know your context. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just thought the moment in time and that for me the biggest takeaway was the moment in time that this show represented. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Everyone had round toed shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so the, the the big question now, after watching this finale, do you feel inspired to go back and watch all seven seasons of Buffy? Would you Would you revisit Buffy? I would revisit Buffy. I don't know that I well, would the, commit to the I seven just, I'm not asking, could you revisit Buffy? Would you revisit Buffy? <laughs> well, I mean, that's all. Still, would is all hypothetical. Yeah. Will I is... No, is not will you, but would you? But a given... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, I think I would. If we're in a hotel room and Buffy comes on... Oh, you in the weird <laughs> hotel room. It's just so bizarre to me. <laughs> like, I don't want to go anywhere yeah. with you because we'll just sit in the hotel room and watch TV uh, Okay, but let's say there's a blizzard and we're hel- we're holed up because we're, we're hunkered yeah, yeah. down and we're like, let's let's watch Buffy again. I would... I would... Yes. All right. I would watch some of it. All right. That said, I mean, I had the same level of commitment as I did apparently the first time I watched it, which was, oh, hey, Buffy's on. Let's watch that. As opposed to... I need to watch every episode. I need to watch every episode in order and Man. follow these characters. I should go back and dig up the order that the that the, the guy yeah. sent me that. We could watch Actually, that. Actually, <laughs> if you do, maybe I could pull out select episodes and yeah. really get a, a rich picture yeah. of the full series. Yeah, yeah, I don't care about the tap. Like, that's the thing about these kinds of shows. <laughs> it was a little sticky and it was a little fun and it was a little Scooby-Doo. Yeah, the and, Scooby gang. Yeah. And I like, I like all of those aspects of it, but to me that doesn't require episode by episode viewing. Yeah. It's, if it were... If we had TV, if that were like a regular thing, yep. like cable, where you turn the TV on and shows come on. I haven't had cable in yeah, 12 which, years. Right, which like isn't a thing anymore. But if that were a thing and I turned it on and it was like, oh, they're going to play Buffy, I would put it on and watch it. All right, cool. All right, well, that's well, – and obviously I've already watched it, so – Yes. Yeah, so you did the whole thing. thing. Uh, All right, so let's go wrap it up for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, Very excited because uh, next episode we're going to be doing one of our collective, both yours and mine's, favorite TV shows ever. Yes, and I have things to say about it. I know, so we're not going to tell you what it is. We'll let you speculate over the next two weeks. But uh, it's one of our joint. We both watched the entire series run, and we both love the show. Yeah. And and I haven't watched the series finale of it in a good 10 years, so... Oh, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, so, it's been right. a while. I'm excited about it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then, of course, upcoming episode 20 is uh, we'll be doing the fan uh, audience picked uh, Seinfeld. So you got that to look forward to. And, and Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and a reminder, we're on a bi-weekly published schedule. Yeah, we're going to try to keep that up. Yeah. But until then, follow us on Twitter at Finale Podcast and Facebook at Finale Podcast. Which is really basically just where we post that the show is live. So yeah, if you forget that we're bi-weekly or if, you're, if your subscription lapses. app doesn't work for some reason. If Go to so, Facebook or Twitter. Then you, if you follow us on social, you'll let us, we'll let you know when I, things are live and happening. And there have been little sparks of conversation on the Facebook page and we enjoy that. So we oh, encourage yeah. everyone we to comment on the ep- yeah. conversation. Yeah, comment on the episode on Facebook. We and anytime we have polls... 
Yeah. You can only get that on Facebook. And and if this is your first episode, you can subscribe on iTunes and Spotify and 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 all the Pocket Casts, all the other podcast apps out there. Or you can find all the episodes at finalepodcast.com and there are links to go subscribe there. Radio Public. So oh, yeah. Use, yeah. So. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, let's get wrap it up for Buffy. So yeah. Um, so I mean, are you feeling are you feeling like an empowered woman? Do you feel like a slayer? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I kind of want to wear cargo pants and round toe shoes. I, I, I need to dig up my flannel. <laughs>